From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. And now, join Pastor Cowan of Faith is the Victory Church as he teaches the uncompromised Word of God. This is Victorious Living. Welcome to Victorious Living Radio with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan will be sharing with us part three of his message, The Call to Worship. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. If you'd like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please call 1-800-842-7896 and request number 8. Today's special offer number is 8. And now here is Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the call to worship. A lot of times people may have in their mind, not everybody, but may have in their mind that we only, we only worship when we come to church. We're going, and a lot, of the, a lot of times through this, you see our worship service begins at, uh, you know, but really it's a preaching service, you know, by and large. But uh, uh, worship, having, having our own thoughts and ideas about what worship is and having our own thoughts and ideas about when do we worship. And I think everybody would think, well, I worship all the time. But here's the question. Are you worshiping in the right way? You know, it's easy to to do this and say, I worship you. It's easy to do that. And, And, you know, I think some people think, you know, in teaching of the series, that I am against lifting hands. I'm not. I'm not against lifting our hands, but the Bible talks about lifting your hands. And that goes along with it. But if the other elements of worship are not there and are not present and we're not doing it, then that's only just a little bitty part of of worship. I think lifting our hands comes when we're together and singing. It's more of a stirring as we sing the songs and uh, of worship, it's a, it's a stirring of what's on the inside of us. But anyway, let's go to John's gospel, the fourth chapter and the 21st and the 24th verses as we talk about the call to worship. John 4, 21 through 24. Jesus said unto her, woman, believe me, the hour comes when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem, worship the Father. Now he's talking to a woman who is steeped in, I say steeped, probably so, may not, may not be exactly, in the, uh, in the Jewish traditions of worship. And that's who he's talking to. So here we find that this woman says, well, I go to yonder's mountain to worship, or we worship in Jerusalem. And so Jesus is, is said, now woman, believe me, the hour comes when you shall neither in this mountain 
nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship uh, what you what you know not. We know what we worship. Jesus talking to him. For salvation is of the Jews. If you can see, if you can see the turn in here, that uh, he mentions the word salvation. For salvation is of the Jews. Well, obviously, it came through one through Jesus, came to the nation of Israel. So he is he's informing this lady. For salvation of, is of the Jews, but the hour comes and now is when the true worshipers. And so we, we, I think we talked a little bit about that last week. He says the true worshipers. He didn't say the worshipers. He said the true worshipers. Actually, one translation says the real worshipers. And so Jesus is presenting to this woman something beyond what she knew about worship. But she was doing what she knew to do. And, and most all of us do, do what, we, what we know to do. But the hour comes, verse 23, but the hour comes and now is when the true or real worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Now, it's interesting if you read this out and look it up and talk about it. He's, when he says in spirit, one translation says from the spirit. So he's actually talking about a person worshiping God from what's in them, Amen. from the spirit that is in them. And so uh, here, here he's making this known. And he said, uh, for the Father, well, let me back, go back to verse 23. But the hour comes, and now is when the true, real worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit or from the spirit and in truth. Now, now he talks about the word. He, he talks about what, what, is, uh, what is, has been written. And so from the spirit in truth from what the word said, the truth, okay. And so for the father, verse, uh, the other part of that 23rd verse says this, for the father seek he's looking for, just like he's going to and fro throughout all the earth, looking for whom he may show himself good to or for. Here he said, for the father seeks, the father's looking for, the father seeks such such meaning those who worship from their spirit in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. God is a spirit, verse 24. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him from the spirit. Here in the King James says in the spirit, must worship him in the spirit or out of their spirit and with the truth of the gospel or the word. So that clarifies what worship, uh, that Jesus is talking about a different worship than what this woman knew. And he is talking about how to worship from out of your spirit. What's in your spirit? Worship him with what's in your spirit. And what he is alluding to and making, a, making known is that you worship him 
from these things that are in your spirit as you walk in them and make them and apply them on a daily basis in your daily walk with the Lord. So sometimes, you know, I, I think maybe you don't, I'm not saying that you do, but sometimes people think only of the lifting of their hands as worship or of just singing a song or these songs as all there is to worship. But there, that's certainly part of it, but there is more to worshiping Amen. God than that alone. And so I think sometimes we may not think about it like that. I know for a long time, I didn't think so much about it myself. So the New Testament instructs the worshipers to worship God with true or real worship coming from and by the indwelling spirit of God with the spirit that is in their inward man. Now, let me, let me just inject this before we go further. What is on the inside of you? If I'm going to worship him from my spirit, or as the King James says, in the spirit, or from my spirit, or with my spirit, what is in my spirit? What, what did God put in me you and you when you received Christ as your Savior? Well, we, we know we, he put his life in us. We know that, but in that life, what, 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 what's in that life? What's in that spirit? There, there is the nine manifestations that are in your spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and temperance. And what Jesus is saying, when you walk in that, in your daily walk, you're worshiping. So it's more than just lifting hands. It's more than just singing a song. As important as singing songs and the lifting of our hands. So we're not excluding anything. We're just reaching out to incorporate more into our worship of him. So... Here, Jesus instructs the believer, instructs this lady, woman. He instructs this believer in a specific procedure or a particular course or mode of, act, of uh, action, and he's contrasting it with the old way. In other words, he said, we're moving out from under the old covenant and their set principles of worship. We're moving over into the new covenant and the, the set way of worshiping under and in this new covenant. And so he's trying to teach this lady something. And, and, and he is probably, I don't know, you know, you never know how people receive it. So it doesn't tell us how she received it. So the old way, the old way of worship under, under the Mosaic law and back under that covenant, the old covenant, it, it was the collection of Jewish law and traditions. The new way is in truth from the spirit of the new creation. And so we do not worship God because of traditions of how somebody else has worshiped and passed it on as a tradition of doing it that way. We worship God from what we have on the inside of us. 
And again, we're talking specifically about the nine fruit of the Spirit. And when we apply those nine fruit of the Spirit that is, that is in the, the new creation, that is in the born again believer, when we apply that and make it make our bodies, make our mind then subject to that, then we are coming under the heading of how God wants to receive worship. And he calls them true worship. He calls them the, the uh, uh, how did I say that? He calls them the real worshipers. And so we want to get away from the idea that the only time we worship, you may not have had this idea, but we want to get away from it if we did. We want to get away from the idea that, that we only worship when we come to church. Or we only worship when we go to a, a worship concert. Or we only worship if we're listening to some music. No, we worship also as we please God in our daily walk. You know what the Bible says, if a man's ways please God, God will what? It's our hope that today's message by Pastor Cowan, The Call to Worship, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like a free CD of this week's message, please request offer number 8. This week's offer number is number 8. It's our hope that the Victorious Living broadcast ministered to that need you have in your life. If it has, please write us at Faith is the Victory, Post Office Box 160268, Nashville, Tennessee, 37216. Or give us a call, toll free, 1-800-842-7896. Visit us online at www.victoriousliving.org. From Pastor Callan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.